by, by the way, Angela, sorry if I didn't say it. It's so good to hear your voice, too. <laughs> Are you guys hearing the intro? Yes. I'm not. That's crazy. Weird. I know, right? Hold on. Yep, yep, yep. Hold on. There it is. Well, that was weird. Technical difficulty right at the beginning. Hey, everybody. Welcome to the Movie Dummies Podcast. The podcast where dummies talk about movies. I am Joe, and with me this week is Angela slash Boogie. Hi. And the return of A.A. Good to hear from you, buddy. Oh, it just feels so damn good to even I'm... hear all of you. Oh. I mean, how long has it been? Uh, two and a half months since mid-June. Whew. Yeah, I did. Uh, and <laughs> so for everybody Sant. to know... Um... Yeah, I, 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 I did. I wasn't even a person. I kid you guys not. I did not put my kids to bed for two months straight. Oh, I sad. was what ended up happening was I started night school in early June for the studying for my CFP program, which is like awesomeness, essentially, for financial planners. Hmm. And so it was three okay, days a week. No, this is essentially so I I can talk to any human being in this the entire world about any topic financially and be legally sound. Essentially boing, about boing, it. Boing. Very happy about it. Apparently I test well. All right. So I would do go to work, then night school seven until eleven. And then the fourth day was always a late day from work. So then it was Friday, Saturday, Sunday, and that would just be studying. And then that ended, and I had 14 days straight, and I didn't leave my spare bedroom. And all I did was study, do maybe 2,000, 2,200 test questions nonstop. And so the test only has a 40% pass rate, and I passed. And I was pretty damn happy. Well, congratulations, buddy. Yeah, so no yeah. more school. I out. As in learned doctor. <laughs> so that's where I was. And then vacations and all sorts of weirdness happened. So, But I'm just so happy to be back. We're happy to have you back, bud, for sure. Um, Matt is missing. He's, uh, please, please, everyone cross their fingers and hope that he is sleeping. And Absolutely. Shannon is oh, also God. missing in action because guess what? Our our son, Oliver, tests really well, too, Aaron. Oh. <laughs> oh, that was a raw joke. <laughs> he got 100%, oh, my God. He got 100% on his COVID test. Oh, 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 oh. Which, oh, uh, I've never heard anybody make a COVID joke. <laughs> which Shannon probably most possible. likely has. I, I'm pretty sure I have COVID right now, too. I'm not feeling all that great. But you know what? I'm pushing pushing through for our four listeners. <laughs> <laughs> really just to talk to you four all. Um, <sighs> yeah, it, it's been a pretty rough weekend over here, but we'll be all right. We'll be all right. I mean, I could hit like... I could hit everybody right in the feels if, because I'm probably never going to get to share this with anybody because they'll be too sad. Uh, but like, it's exceptionally a sad thing to have a sick child. I'm sure you've experienced this, right? Yes. But when your kid asks you, "Daddy, am I going to die?" and you can't, <gasps> you can't even go give him a hug because he's supposed to be like quarantining. That like, <sighs> that's that's like a uh, <clears throat> wrecking ball to the nards. 
Oh, I didn't even think it was possible. Oh, Jesus. Yeah. Oh. Talk about your asshole or something really quick, Aaron. <laughs> Bring this mood back. <laughs> we were just actually talking about um, that just yesterday. I went to a crawfish <laughs> boil. What? And okay. how did your so asshole no, come up at a crawfish? Listen, boil? it was it was it, we it was it was very purposeful and it actually worked. So we went to a crawfish boil down in Detroit, 15 tables, very far separated outdoors with a band. And so they, they would literally just walk up with a two-gallon bucket of crawfish and dump it on your table and you start eating. However, this old couple comes up and they just start talking with us. And we're like, we don't want to be talking to you, number one, COVID. Number two, I don't know who you are. Like, you are welcome to leave. But they didn't leave. And so I was sitting there with Can I two... interject really quick? Yes. I don't know if you agree with this, Angela, but Aaron, you don't seem like the type of person who would be bothered by a stranger talking to you. We did. I, there was this was there was goals. The goals were I wasn't even talking with the people I was there with. Like that was okay. not the point. It was there to go into like a aggressive eating type of way <laughs> because I ate like a hundred and fifty uh, crawfish. Like it was just nonstop. There was there was no time. That's all you could do. It was just. <laughs> crawfish eating you were a man on a mission and that mission was they come over and they start talking and i'm with two dudes who served in iraq uh justin evans and dean dean himself absolutely fantastic personality super fun gun but a guy but this dude's been through hell he's stepped on an ied blew himself straight up to high heaven had all sorts of problems and justin is a uh a helicopter pilot and listen to our show hi justin i love you you have an amazing body but so hey, hey, had to, if you told him I he did, had a nice body, would he hold it against you? Uh, he did, and he kissed me on the cheek when I saw him yesterday. So it was pretty cool. Nice. Um, and so we we trying to figure out how to get him to stop talking with us. So we just started talking about terrible things. Oh, did you like, tell him about when you went and picked up a chair? Oh, <laughs> oh, I did. But then we started talking about like made up stuff. So, like that's so wonderful today. And if, pardon this, folks, but this was it was for comical relief. This did not happen. We started graphically talking about our our gay sex together mm. to try to pull them away, and it worked. They <laughs> did not enjoy our fake gay sex. Oh no! Conversation. No. Remember that time no. I pulled out and you shit all over my legs, stuff like that, dude. We talked about ripcord, everything. Oh, oh yeah. My gosh. Oh yeah. So yeah. I can't speaking imagine. of, why speaking you of, so upset about that? We were just they. We could. We tried ignoring. It was. It just wasn't working. She's like, no, I'm gonna sit with these guys. We're like, you don't. You have your own effing table. Why are you over here? It's like we thought it'd be cool. I'm like, don't want yeah, to talk. Like, to you. we don't really care, honey. We've been to Saga Talk. Yeah. So that was just not my style that day. <laughs> And it was open bar, and so a lot of drinking. But I did not drive. I found out there's a rideshare app that you drive your car to where you're going, and then someone just comes and pick you and your car up. Okay, now that's actually pretty dope. Yeah, and so Uber, to get from Clarkson to Detroit, was $120. Yikes. And so we didn't even know if we could get back. You don't know. So I called a taxi company here in Waterford, and they're like, no, what you do is you drive your car down there, you take a picture of the car, you tell us the location, and you tell me the exact time to be there, and we will be there at that exact time. 9.30 at night, dude gives me a text, I'm waiting out by your car. He gets in the car, we get in the back seat, and he drives us all the way home. Well, is it, is it a he took us to Taco job? Bell. Yeah, because somebody else drove behind drove us the whole ride right? home. Yeah. 
Well, that God, right that. there is a million dollar idea. Plug that I, you know, it's something I make fun of. I go, why are you an NFL player or an NBA player getting caught for a DUI? Right. And it, you know, guess you ready, sure. guys, for the price? What do you What do you guess the price is for a forty mile trip? I would say a dope price would be like twenty bucks. No, no, Uber was a hundred and twenty, just one way, and they're going two ways. They were a hundred and twenty bucks. Okay, that's not bad. Wow. And I was that was uh, like mind blowingly low. But what's yeah, wonderful is that is exactly four thousand eight hundred and eighty dollars cheaper than a DUI. Sure. Yeah. So and you know, you didn't put yours or anybody else's life yeah, at risk. No. And died. And, died and well, you, Aaron, you know, you got to plug this company. What's this company's name? It was um, local actually, Detroit company. No, it was uh, just a random. It was really weird. Hold on, I can actually tell you this. Taxi. The Taxi? company's name. That's what I did. It's called Clarkston Cab Company. Okay, so local Clarkston area. Yeah, and so I just typed in DD Taxi, and that's what they popped up with. I was super excited. Okay. Well, also after I got the D, if I get the DUI, you know, I got the, I got all that. Might have hurt somebody, but then I get murdered because of what I put my wife through with all this terribleness. Because I automatically lose my CFP license. Oh yeah, yeah, and yeah, yeah. barring. So yeah. Then she would uh, surgically remove your man bits piece by piece. And that's like my second favorite oh thing. my glob. Yep. It would not be good. So speaking of, of assholes once more, hmm. did I tell you the first thing I told, asked my doctor when, after I had the surgery, was it now show us your dick. So are we not, am I allowed to talk about these things? Is this rambling too much guys? Cause we haven't talked too no, long. So here's the deal. Yeah, I, I have a, I have a, a, uh, Svengali like uh, prediction that you're not going to have a whole lot to talk about because <laughs> even though you haven't been on for a while, you were really busy. <laughs> so go yeah, ahead. No, I, mine's mine's really easy on recommendations. That was your crazy ass story. <laughs> well, no, so you're not supposed to eat past midnight, and so <laughs> I I, I planned on that for my surgery <laughs> oh, for my okay. reverse. So, so everybody, did I you ask him? Wait, wait, wait. I, I have think a guess. I told you guys Did that. you ask him if you shit yourself? Yes, I asked him if I shit myself. But when I had to go for my follow-up appointment just recently, I went to him. I looked at him. I go, "Listen, you're gonna tell me, did I shit myself?" He's like, "Sir, I'm like, I'm not, I'm not fucking with you right now. I'm like, I need to know because it'd be number three. So, can you just? I need to know." And he's like, "No." I'm like, "Thank you, Jesus." <laughs> That's really funny. So I just had to see the guy, and I, I like dead-eyed him. Like, no, you're gonna tell me. Like, why is he so intense it. about shitting himself? <laughs> I have to know. Oh, because it's a regular occasion. You need to know these things. It's a thing. I keep a calendar, dude. That's a smiley it, face day. If it happens to Roy Ken, it's cool. Oh, my gosh, yeah. Tell him the rest. It was three weeks ago. Oh, <laughs> or God. three days ago, or whatever it was. It was three weeks ago. Oh, it was a good show. Uh, so yeah. what have you watched, Aaron? Did you catch any of the the big summer movies? Did you? You're obviously not watching anything Marvel, which still. I'm having heart. a lot of difficulty with, and it's funny because I met a couple people. We were just talking, and they we got onto the topic of Loki, and they're like, Aaron, legitimately, I disliked WandaVision, and I didn't like uh, the Captain America because they found it just a bit corny. And I talked to you about this. I watched two episodes. I couldn't do it. I legitimately 
the graphics looked really it looked tv budget and that's not what i've come to expect out of that now i know you guys have told me this storyline is dope and it's not like wandavision i also so disagree with the effects i think the effects were movie level but the first the first episode he was chasing that dude trying not to kill everybody purposefully shooting off little little three wing uh those the ones those helicopters you can control with your your remote control drones? can't think of it drones trying not to do stuff and ends up fucking killing almost everybody because the the plane exploded and he didn't save a single person because he was acting like a total turd nugget i'm like dude falcon you could have solved this problem way earlier than doing what you did and i just kept watching i was just like i want to because i'm hearing loki is so good and I, they're getting ready for spider-man and i'm just i don't know if i'm ready for the dive oh boy so because i'm not gonna i'm not gonna not watch them in order like i want I want to know, you know, I, I if so I like, did it. If you don't watch Falcon and the Winter Soldier, you're going to be kind of like, well, what the hell's going on if you watch Black Widow? Cause mm-hmm. Black- and I got in Scarlett Johansson, just a freaking a gem to America society. She's amazing. Yeah. More power to her to get get Disney's money that she deserves. Well, we talked about that the other week because uh, it's not her as an actress. Her as an actress got her bill, right? But she's a producer yeah. of that film and she's a producer on other Marvel movies yeah. and she deserves her money, so... Yeah, I feel bad so, that I paid um, Disney the thirty bucks to stream it and didn't go to the movie theater. You no, know, yeah, anything is though. Known. But you know what, Joe? You gave two Oop, months ago. Cut out. What's up? Can you hear me? Yeah. Oh, you gave me a really good point two months ago when you said, "I love that these movies are being released at home. It's giving me an opportunity to not be in a movie theater because I don't want to catch COVID." Yep. Yep. But <laughs> yeah. Um. And um, kind of should be the same I, thing with school, but whatever. It, yeah, and it, no, no, don't even get me started. There's so many things I'm so angry about what they're doing, but I, I like it. You know, there's been the movie The Green Knight, which I've wanted to watch, mm. but that's just about to get released on uh, for twenty bucks or did on Amazon Prime. Yeah, which is pretty much an eye porn movie, and all I'm hearing is terrible reviews and super long. And I'm like, that's right up my alley, eye porn and super long. This is great. Oh, man. Mm-hmm. It's a future podcast so, movie. Can't can't wait. And so I I do really, really want to get back in because, truly, because of Scarlett Johansson, number one. Number two, Tom Hiddleston is just... Yeah, I think... Dude, I wouldn't even consider it gay if you slept with Tom Hiddleston. I think that's just like a deity. I mean, you wouldn't even know what you're doing. He's entrancing you. But, like, I really, really enjoyed WandaVision. I really, really enjoyed Captain America and the Winter Soldier. But I still think Loki's better than both of them. That that yeah. my brother told me he said it's out of this world. So it's 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 I don't know if it, it doesn't feel like TV at like not even a little bit. Like Captain America: Winter Soldier felt like a little bit like TV. WandaVision definitely felt like TV. Uh, Loki did not feel like TV at all. No. So I don't. It know. felt that, like don't, a really long movie because I binged it. And the the crux of everything that's going to happen going forward in the MCU is the end the last episode of loki because they bring in a character that will is going to be in spider-man is going to be in doctor strange i think one of there's there's so much that looks good i will not watch a trailer for spider-man because Um, and so that's that's kind of the build-up to this is like tom holland he deserves my money and so like i almost want to watch it as a homage to get to tom holland's movie because he is just he's fucking amazing 
as a Spider-Man. And all the things that I've heard, I, all I know is I've, I've heard the Doc Octopus thing. I haven't even mm-hmm. seen a picture. I'm purposely going away. So I've not watched any of those blockbusters, but legitimately June 24th to July 20th, no TV. Not, no, June 15th, yeah. sorry. So I'm just getting back into the swing of things, which is where we go to my recommendations, which you are going to want to hurt me, Joe. Why? Real bad. I'm about to tell you I watch. I don't know what it is. I physically can almost not watch something new. Like I am almost purposefully not. I don't. Yeah. I've never had this happen to me. Like I. You want to say? Oh, that happens to me all the time. Oh, I didn't know. I. I. And so, it, I was going down this rabbit hole, and I watched. I don't. I don't want to say it out loud. I actually don't. I, I watched the, the never-ending story. What? No, I. I watched the Hobbit. So. It was awful. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know how I got into it. There's only one thing I will tell that I loved about it. It was it was pretty awful. There's so much they could have done. I love how many of the people died at the end. I was so happy they did not try to redeem that dwarf who was Darn a total shield. dumbass. I, yeah, I'm actually yeah. really happy. Like, thank well, you for killing him. Yeah, and I'm just, I like that. So I watched that. Um, then I saw this whole thing about The Matrix 4 coming out, and I'm like, well, oh, I can do boy. that. And, Oh, and so boy, each you, Hobbit movie have to talk about was that. hold on. I gotta, I got to uh, make a note. Go ahead, Hobbit. Was three hours, like three days. So these movies I can only watch in forty-five minute intervals, and then I'm going to bed or getting yada yada. So I watched the Matrix trilogy, and I like we we watched a movie, guys, maybe a year and a half ago. We we're talking about movies that held up, um, and I think one of them was Edge of Tomorrow. Mm-hmm. You know, that's ten years old, held up well motherfucker i'm sorry the matrix held up yeah now oh, yeah, number yeah. one more than i am a sycophant any for the Ma- entire trilogy so yeah but i was i was so happy i enjoyed every part of the movie i forgot some of the things sure i'm i was just impressed and obviously the god complex neo the all of it i just my the thing that threw me in this movie that i totally forgot happened is like the physical degradation of Neo outside of the Matrix. That was I forgot about. Like he just, just and he dies. I or it felt like he died yeah, at the end when yeah, the, we're the, not, they bring it's, him back. It's ambiguous, right? Obviously, he's not dead because uh, he's in Matrix Four. But how does Trinity come back? Which is very interesting. Ooh. So I didn't even think about that. I watched a video, I'll say this now, where they somebody was talking about the trailer that they played at CinemaCon. And it's like Neo is just constantly eating blue pills. And like he's going through his day, he's eating blue pills, and he's back to being Thomas. And uh, Lawrence Fishburne isn't in it, but there's pro- they think that this other person who's in it is the analog for Morpheus. And then you see Carrie Ann Moss... And there's other people that could be agents. And then finally, the Morpheus dude convinces him to take the red pill and things start to get weird. Possibly. I'm I'm all for it. Um, because I don't think Keanu Reeves would do it if he wasn't, if he didn't believe in it. Definitely not. No, I mean. And that's, that's, that's where I, I'll give, I'll give it my all. So I'm just, I'm really happy. I was impressed and it was not a waste. And it felt, I was very, very happy that I spent that time and did it. Yeah. Um, there, there's and, literally only one moment in the entire trilogy I don't like, and that is and when I, a dumbass kid points the gun at the gate and goes, "Neo, I believe," and shoots it. Oh, okay. So 
that one was awful. Yeah, that, that's the, the other one, one is still the worst fight scene is Neo um with the uh what is it called? When they meet the yeah. Oracle in mm-hmm. Matrix 2 and he's fighting 150 of Agent the Smith. agents and it's all CG and it just yeah. For what it was worth when they did it, it was pretty intense. Like, that Actually, didn't hold, but... You'll but feel better about it if you watch the Corridor crew uh, VFX artists, artists react to it. And uh, it's just they were ahead of their time with something like that. I mean, they can't even... They did, you, no, they no. Like, when it happened, when I CGI saw it... face now. Yeah, you know I mean? and so it was, it was really damn good when it happened. And like, um, what just, they did was they kept pausing it. And every time you paused it, it looked really, really good, especially like the cloth simulation. But putting it in motion was an issue. Oh. Because they didn't have like automatic simulations like they have now. Like you could do that shit at home now. You could do a cloth simulation, just a couple nodes, click, 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 and all of a sudden you got this realistic looking flowing cloth. You know what I mean? But like That's back then cool. they had to hand animate it all. So like when they're doing it frame by frame, they said each picture looks really good. Aside from a CGI face that is kind of unbelievable. But um, it made me feel better about it, because I feel the same way you do. It looks kind of janky, right? Yeah, but that was the only bad scene in there. Loved the last fight scene. It felt very Dragon Ball Z in, like, the the third one. That was really fun. Yeah, when they did the... From the making ofs, there was no choreography for that. They let Keanu Reeves and Hugo Weaving do it. Yeah, they're just like, y'all know how to what your fight styles are for Neo and for Smith. Make it up. I'm cool with that. So that was cool. Um, the other one that I did, very interesting here. I don't know how it happened. Uh, I started listening to the Harry Potter audiobooks. Stephen Fry. Oh, or now Alan, you're talking my Alan language. Dale. Uh, a Jim nobody. Dale. Who, Jim Dale. Jim nobody Dale. is. Nope, nothing so I'm torrenting and it was a busy day and I needed to clean and guys this was a three hour clean so I knew what I was about to get into there's just this little girl over in England probably like 13 14 years old had a Spotify account and she read all the books to her friend oh wow and so I'm listening to a little English girl doing all of it now and so I've heard the other ones are good and she's doing and it's so cute because you can hear her cat in the background wandering around like And then, like, people will walk, and she'll stumble on words once in a while, and I'm like, dude, this is fucking awesome. Like, it's so relaxing, and I just listen to her do it, and she's been doing absolutely fantastic. Uh, followed her on YouTube and gave her, like, a, hey, you're doing fantastic, and she just has every book. And it's funny, because once, like, once in a great while, she'll struggle with a word or something, but she does it. And, like, what I'm doing is, the moment the book ends, I start the movie, and okay. I watch it. Now... I, I may have mentioned this years ago. I think because we talked about this with Ready Player One. Watch the movie first. Read the book after. Get all the fun context you mix. You're not because it'll never live up to it. I'm just flabbergasted by how they made these movies in comparison to the books. I'm flabbergasted. Just utterly, it blows my mind how well they Ooh. were able to. How well? I think so. Calm down, Angela. I'm good. <laughs> I, I'm happy. Everybody's seeing... allowed to have their own opinion. Well, there's I'm things fine. they took away, but I got, I'm just like so happy because like now I'm only on book three. 
I'm you know, I'm on Goblet of Fire, re listening to it, and I'm watching. I just finished the third, so I'm not further into it where I know it deviates. But like <clears throat> one, two, and three, it was pretty close. Yeah, one, two, yeah. and three are aren't bad. There's uh there's a few things missing in three, but they're they're not really important to the overarching narrative. It's it's not until four that that whole plot line start start just dropping away and Hermione turns into a completely one dimensional character and I'm already noticing oh, that, that with even Goblet of I've noticed that on Goblet of Fire already in there. Even like the whole Quidditch tournament. But it's been enjoyable, at least, because I've been wanting to watch the Harry Potter ones again, so that happened. Um, and then I have a huge one for everybody here. Angela uh, and Matt and uh, and Shannon and Joe. I just want to say I was wrong. Oh. And you all were right. Oh, you know, just I want to make sure I mark that down as a... This is real. New Girl is fucking awesome. Oh my god, right? I, I just didn't expect it. I didn't want it to be awesome. Like, legit <laughs> didn't want it to be. I don't know like, why. I want to rob myself of joy. <laughs> like, I don't get it, man. I just, I didn't think it was going to be awesome or it was going to be weird. And what's really interesting, my wife watched it with me for a couple and she's like, nah, it's not my style. And I was like, I get that. And her, this is my wife. Now, this is the person who didn't like it. But her description was watered down, family appropriate. It's always sunny in Philadelphia. Okay. I've only seen like an episode or two of, of that. I'm not familiar enough to make sure. I have laughed almost harder. Like I just, I can't even, exp I, like I'm like, it hurts. And it feels like the whole episode is like one joke. It's leading toward like an amazing punchline. But, like, I'm only on season one, and I'm like, how are they going to continue this? How, where are they going? How is this happening? Schmidt is unbelievable. Like, he is just, he's just amazing. I just love him with all of my heart. I love Schmitty. I am then, going to warn you, if you're a big fan of the douche jar, the douchebag jar, that doesn't really play very, very it. much. They don't do I'm it anymore? Not not past season one, no. Well, Every I don't mind once that. in a I while just, it's a thing, but it I just like that he helps people even when he says he doesn't want to. And he's just he plays like a sex in the city person and I just love it. Like Well he thinks he's a sex in the city person. <laughs> like he could be gay and it wouldn't change a single thing about the character. Like I'm nothing. not sure that he's he's on a spectrum. We'll just yeah. put, we'll, we'll put it there. He's, yeah. he's on a spectrum. But like I was i had tears rushing down my face my wife's like what the fuck is wrong with you and it was the episode when they meet the rich boyfriend who was awesome in that couple episodes but when he's sitting behind the desk no you're fired one million dollars <laughs> and he's just going i'm like this is this is what i'm here for this is the whole point i'm watching this show and i'm just dying to laughter when he makes the video and he's talking to himself he's like you're an amazing man Okay, you're handsome you're gonna be great and so like i just i didn't expect it i really thought it was going to be heavy zoe de chanel who i'm okay with i find her really cute she does get typecast a little bit but is still a a great person and i'm just so surprised at how much character development happens with the other ones and 
just well from what I, I understand, really it, it, it's called the New Girl, but it's true ensemble. It's not like yeah, it is true ensemble for sure. It's it yeah, I, didn't I would say it's it. even more ensemble than like a How I Met Your Mother. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's yeah. just it's just as ensemble as Friends, but with more character development. And what one I I, I want <laughs> to bring this some? up here because some would be more. Yeah, 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 yeah. Because I texted you guys about it in the group chat because I was like, why did this happen to me? Why have I fallen in love with this show? And the one that got me, and I just I want to bring this one up because I was legitimately like just in tears. What is this? Uh, okay. Schmidt and CC. There it is. No, I thought I put a... Oh, you guys wash your towels? I <laughs> I couldn't breathe. Like I, I physically. Why would I wash I, the towels? The, to- I, the towels wash me. Oh, I am the cleanest I ever am when I come out of the shower. <laughs> Why would you do this? And then, and then him he, and Schmidt have been using the same towel. <laughs> it's Schmidt's face. <laughs> It was like the Joey and Chandler moment when he found out that he uses the soap on his balls second. And so he's like, you use your ball. You do your face first, ball second. And he goes, well, I do my face first and you're the second one using it. And that was the, oh, everything that happens in the bathroom and is comedy gold. But when he's like, the towel washes me. Why do I have to wash the towel? I'm, a, I'm as clean as a baby's butt. And I'm just, I was just, I watched that three times in a row. I just kept, re- I'm like, I want one more. I want one more of that. Oh, that's funny. I that show definitely kindled my love affair with uh, Jake Johnson for sure. Jake Johnson is not in the new Dune movie, correct? Correct. Jake Johnson's the guy, right? He's in a new movie coming out pretty soon where his mom is dead, and I believe his mom is played by Susan Sarandon. And left him some videotapes and like basically like yes, hey, get your life going, good. brah. And it looks really good. It looks so, like uh, I cried watching the trailer. Good. Who's who's the guy in the Dune movie that's got a big beard? Is he from Star Wars? Is that what it is? He played Oscar Isaac. Yeah, that's who that is. He, I get him and him confused so much. I know they're not that much alike, but when I see him, I'm like, if he just had the beard, it could be him. I'd say that they could be like cousins. They, I'll, I'll accept that. Was They're very both nice kind of, of like show. ethnically ambiguous enough to be like, well, well what's going on here? <laughs> <laughs> you. And once you slap a just... beard on their face, you know, it's like, all right, beard for say. In a million, <laughs> in a million years, I never would have watched New Girls if it wasn't for you four, ever. And I'm. Just I mean, I wasn't like blown away so by impressed. it, but it, it had nothing it's to so do with funny. anything. I just wasn't in the mood for it because they're all shitty people. Yeah. And like, I didn't. It was like. I get there. They're like it's like new Seinfeld. I was just gonna say, I, it's odd to me that you would take umbrage with that when you love Seinfeld. No, no, I, I, didn't I take literally can't. I wasn't. I wasn't in the space for it. Gotcha. Yeah, I, I literally can't watch more than two episodes of Seinfeld in a row before I just want to punch them all in the face. They're awful, awful yeah, yeah. human beings. Yeah, 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 yeah. I mean, yeah, that but is they're so true. fucking funny. Uh, <laughs> Yeah, 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 they are. But I do, I did like, like, I, I don't know if I was, I just wasn't prepared for it because Shannon was watching or whatever, and I was like, oh, this is enjoyable. And the same thing with Shit's Creek, 
It's like, oh, they're all just shit faces. Can't do it. I tried. Like, I watched it is, four it is episodes. really, really funny. I mean, I don't, I don't think they're bad people. Why are they bad people? What? Well, the the son and the daughter, so Dan Levy and whoever plays the sister. No, 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 no not Shit's Creek. You oh. girl. They just seem like shitty people, like just self uh... obsessed, self absorbed. No, nobody else really matters. Well, they're twenty somethings. Yeah, I guess. <laughs> I I get that feeling. I'm like they are like Zoe Deschanel. She means well, but she's self she's sabotaging people at times. She slept with the the guy, then 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 confessed to the girl about cheating. And I'm like I was like Zoe, just let them figure their life out. No, it was so awkward. That was I laughed there. His but ex, then they got engaged. Her ex boyfriend. Get married a, yeah, married a Asian, Asian Jen. I was like, just thank you. Just thank you so much. It, I it, mean, you could say, yeah. I, I, I do say a lot of things about friends, but <clears throat> they were all like super cool with each other and they always had each other's backs. I mean, not always. Pretty much not always. always. It was very they wholesome. It's a very a wholesome show in, in that regard. I won't watch Friends again in my life. Uh, you know, I felt the same way for a long time, and then I watched it again, and the problems I had with it from when it first was on were gone, and I had a whole new problems. <laughs> <laughs> I, that's pretty damn funny. I'd probably go back to How I Met Your Mother before I did anything again. Oh, I, I've seen that like four times through. I'd never done You're like a full. With me. No, for real. I've never done like a full Friends rewatch. And so Oliver and the rest of the kids all wanted to watch it. So we we watched through it. And the, the shit that bothered me the first time didn't bother me this time. Like, the ending didn't bother me that much. What really bothered me is, like, after season seven or so, they, like, basically stopped writing character arcs. Yeah. And they started regressing the characters into a a stereotyped little staple, like a little pigeonhole. And, like, somehow Rachel became stupid. Yeah. You know, which really yeah, bothered she... me? Because, like, she she brought herself up by the bootstraps. She was supposed to be, like, the tail of the, the show, you know? She came, you know, from obviously privilege, went to nothing, humbled herself to become a waitress, and then turned that shit around, become a professional. Now, all of a sudden, she's a dumbass who gets stuck with Joey by default. And I, was like, I mean, That's... she was never she was never a rocket scientist. Let's no, say. but you like, know, she was she was always kind of a dumb dumb. But that was like, always just immaturity. It had nothing to do like the fact that she was able yeah. to go from being a waitress to being working, you know, an account manager, whatever the hell she did for Ralph Lorenz. It's like she's obviously intelligent. Yeah, because you'd be exposed yeah. at, at that level when you have all these people depending on you. I mean, she would have been exposed at freaking Bloomingdale. Sure, yeah, working for Mark and Joanna. Yeah. And, like, just the, just, you know, then they make her laugh at a homo joke when Ross is at his speech in Barbados, and I was like, this is just a problem for me. Yeah. Yeah, that was really outside of her character. I will, I will agree with you on that one, for sure. Even at the time, that kind of struck me as, like, why is she laughing at that's not something she would laugh at. Like that's Yeah. She would have rolled her eyes about that. Yeah. In season four. And then like season ten is the last season, right? Yeah. Is just a fucking cavalcade of guest It is stars. a shit show. I, I mean so many famous people just want to be <laughs> on the show right. that it's like 
what? <laughs> None of this season makes any 10, sense. Season 10 really bums me out because they knew the entire season that this was the last one, right? right. Like they knew right from uh... the get-go. But they behave in the show as if they don't know that. Right. They don't build to any finality. They don't. It's just like all they go 20 episodes and all of a sudden it's like, oh, by the way, all this stuff is happening and we're going to wrap up everything. And in the final two episodes. Right. And it's completely yeah. ridiculous. You had 20 episodes to do something. To That's give how me... I felt for the first half of the last season of Scrubs. And it, it pulled together pretty well. And I know they were doing it to set up that next season that they weren't going to be in, and they no, were doing well, it to show them as teachers. No, well, part of the issue and... with that is that it switched stations. Yeah. So it went from oh. NBC to ABC. So it was always made by Disney. So the production company didn't change. However, ABC had different things they would allow on television compared to what NBC would allow. So, like, oh. no more uh, banana hammocks for Todd. No more, like, this, that, and the other thing. So... It, the writers were... Oh, my God, that makes so much sense. The writers were hamstrung a little bit, and then there was the addition of the new characters, obviously, for a spinoff series that was supposed to be a spinoff series. I heard Bill Lawrence talking about this recently, where he's like, it's supposed to be its own thing, and then they're like, nope, we're just going to make it Scrubs. And he's like, fuck. Yeah, and it wasn't good. And it wasn't it was good. And not he, good. He says it doesn't exist, and he's the creator, so I agree with him. I yep. agree with him wholeheartedly. That last episode... It's chef kiss just with with Peter Gabriel in the back or whatever. And and it's just, it's amazing. Or Peter, Peter Satara. No, it's Peter Gabriel. The book of love. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I I mean, it's just amazing. It was, I, my wife and I, we were, we, we struggled. Um, and that's Bill Lawrence pulling down the tarp that the, his memories are being played on. Yeah. Fantasy. Guys, I had I'm trying to finish Dinner season three. I is there a reason I'm struggling that hard? Um, because I think I feel like they're trying to teach me something that I don't know what they're trying to teach me. I think the problem with season three, and not a problem. I think what is happening for the most part is you are completely don't know how to feel about Matt Bomer. What do you mean? That's how I felt anyways. Like, I know that Which he's guilty. He's the yes. dude, right? You know he's guilty. That's not the the point of the sinner. The sinner is we always know who's guilty. We have to understand why they did it, right? Yeah. So his story is a little bit more complicated than the other ones in that... Um there's nothing really to root for because of the way that he's behaving himself. Like the little boy seemed innocent. Right. And then Jessica Beale was a victim. Am I, am I making sense? Yeah, this is, I'm, that's why I'm listening. This is actually pretty because, interesting because he's like going about his day and basically fucking off to, to the world. Like he's, he's not offering you as a viewer any sort of, you know, retribution, any sort of anything that you would want to root for him. Because that's like the trick of the show is, you know, that they're guilty, but you're going to feel for them in some way when you understand why they did it. Right. 
even as I'm learning, I'm like, are they trying to teach me some like creepy thing about joining their cult? I'm like, what are they trying to do here? Are they trying to convince me to become scary cult people? That's what's happening. I'm like, oh god, I don't like this. Like yeah. that's I'm like, and you're right. It, there was there's not that direction of. I he's why do you he's feel sorry much... for him? I feel mostly far, sorry for Bill Pullman. Exactly. Because I'm realizing <laughs> Bill Pullman has a freaking mental disorder in the damn yeah, show. Yeah, yeah, and he looks so physically messed up. God, he looks terrible. You know. Uh. Yeah, I th- I think it's just a little bit of a different take because we're it, it is it is mostly like. If I may <laughs> be very existential with you, AA Ron, and <laughs> break out my big brain, um, each of these people is a mirror for Bill Pullman, right? Which is why he becomes so invested in them. And as we dive deeper into him and his psyche, the issues that we're seeing play out um, on the show, right, become deeper. And there's evidently a part of Bill Pullman that is as broken as Bomer, right? Mm-hmm. As manipulated, as damaged, as um, not victimized, though, right? Because he's he's the one pulling strings that you don't even see. It's it's very interesting. I haven't gone back to it. We got like halfway through the season, and I just stopped. It'll it'll reach a satisfying conclusion for you. I thought it was the best season so far. It makes me feel like really confused and stuff as I'm watching it so I will give it that it's doing a a good job at tugging at my emotions and making me feel strange you're you're going to get some more um it'll it'll I'll start outlining itself with finer finer lines and you'll be able to grasp onto it a little better coming up like I know when he's like I got, you know maybe I'm further than that I got to the, the episode where they're even burying him and doing that stuff and I'm like it makes sense yeah like, I can see what you're trying to do. It was fun to go back to your college days. I'm just like, you're still a dick. Yeah, keep going. I, I just encourage right. you to keep going. I think the ending you'll find very satisfying, and it leaves you going, what's up for season four, which is filming. Or maybe it's already Ooh. filmed. I don't know, but I'm excited for it. I want to watch it. That's why I want it. I want more. All right, well, we got to pass on to somebody else That's here. Right. I went way too far. 42 straight minutes with Aaron. Aaron. But Jesus. you know what? We've been gone for a while. And we, talk, we talked about a lot of stuff. We got Harry Potter. There you go. All right, Boogie, what you got? Besides the obvious. Uh, so I watched Mythic Quest. Yeah, how do you, what'd you think? Um, okay, so I started watching it. Mm-hmm. And I was, you know, first episode, second episode, I was just kind of like, I see what everybody likes about this show. Mm-hmm. It's not for me. Okay. I thought Jason might like it. So, and then he came home. So then we were watching it. And as the show progressed, I found myself getting into it more. Mm-hmm. And then by the end of season one, I was like, was it perhaps the Jake Johnson episode that really grabbed you? <laughs> Maybe. No. <laughs> How good is that episode? No, but it, it was really good for sure. Um, Coming out of nowhere, and did you like the payoff or no? 
I did. I I I really liked. I I just I really liked the show. Uh, I'm not a big fan of of Rob McElhaney. Like, uh, I just I love him on that show, and obviously I love him as a writer. Yeah, and and it is well written, and I like Poppy. Um, yeah, she's pretty great. She's she's a fun character. David, I, I don't. David is the best. I, I don't know what I know him guy, from. Is this with the guy who's from It's Always, Always Sunny, Sunny yeah, and well, the yes. guy who owns that soccer team with Ryan Reynolds? It's made by yes. uh, Rob McElhenney and Charlie Day. Yeah. Oh, damn. And by their production company. And, and this doesn't I have anything believe, to do with it. Poor guy. And I believe they write it. Um mm-hmm. And it, it is with, really with well written. Woman. I don't know who the woman is, though. It must be their writing partner. Yeah. Yeah, I'm not familiar with, with her, but I, I, I'm i guessing she's probably in the credits of It's Always Sunny somewhere. Probably, I'm guessing, yeah. <laughs> I just love how a lot of them are married. Like, I always found that so odd that Rob and Dee are married, and Charlie... And the girl that he stalks and it's always sunny are married. <laughs> well it happens. It was on How I Met Your Mother too. Yep. What? Uh Sandy Rivers. Sandy Alexis Rivers. Denisoff is married to Lily. What? In real life, yep. yeah. They met and on Buffy the Vampire Slayer. And the guy who who works in Barney's office who is like steak sauce is married to a Robin. And uh, Scooter is married to Barney. And, yeah, Scooter is Barney's husband. Oh my God! Is your mind being blown right now? <laughs> this is like just—I <laughs> just. This is why I'm here, right here. <laughs> bringing just bringing this together. It's like peanut butter and jelly right there. It was amazing. So the the other name here is Megan Gans. Yeah, yeah. She's known for Modern um, Family, Community, and Mythic Quest. So. Wow. Oh. Damn. And Last Man on Earth. You know, pretty good shows. <laughs> and she's, um, a, she's an EP on It's Always Sunny, too. Okay. So, yeah, it, it's it's really good. I like it. Um, I'm looking forward to season three, but I completely understand what you meant, Joe, when you said if it had ended, that that would be fine. That would have been yet. a like, satisfying conclusion. It could be it. It could be. I mean... I'm pretty sure it was renewed for season three. I don't. I don't know but, that they've said that they're planning on a season three. Last I read, but it's been a couple, a couple months even since the the season ended, and I was looking it up. You no know, shows don't have to go forever. You know, no, no, this one doesn't either. I mean, Mythic Quest is in itself the show that we know is probably over. Yeah, because, I would guess that change, season. But... Right, season three is going to be something completely different if it is. So you've watched all of them, even the specials. Uh, no. Did you watch the quarantine special? Oh yeah. Did that make you cry, or are you still heartless? I am heartless. Oh, I cried. I did not cry at Mythic Quest at all. You didn't cry when he knocked on her door and Poppy was having a breakdown. Speaking speaking of crying. Did you tell me a long time ago that 
uh, God, what's that cartoon show that I Adventure Time? Yeah, that they had a couple like uh, like specials on HBO. They have three out right now. Yeah, and and you said the last one was just like a heart wrenching son of a mother scratch. All of them are. Because my brother did not know that they existed, and he pretty much got like extremely jazzed up, and I was like, I hope it's I'm not. It's the only incorrect. reason I pay for HBO Max. Okay, cool. Thank you. Just needed that. I mean, I, was... I, I have it for other reasons now that I'm willing to keep HBO Max for, but it's the reason I subscribe to it, so that I could watch the Adventure Time show. Mine's for Skinamax. <laughs> That's on Cinemax and yeah. not HBO, I, but okay. <laughs> I love Adventure Time with a fierce fervor Angela. of a billion sons, and uh, I think the stuff they've been making for HBO is really, really good. So, awesome. anything else other than the obvious there, Boogie? Um, so, I also wa- started watching Grace and Frankie again. Mm, okay. <laughs> I, I left off on season six, so I'm, I restarted season six. Season seven was just released. Um, and as I'm watching it, I just can't help but think to myself, like, this is a great show, and I love it. Love Jane Fonda, love Lily Tomlin. This is a lot of fun. Um, how did this show get seven seasons and Santa Clarita got canceled uh... on a cliffhanger after three? And, and I... And not to say that... I Life According to Tara as well. That one got canceled when it needed to finish. It was an amazing show. Santa Clarita is amazing. I can't imagine people weren't watching it. Right. And I can't... I, I just can't reconcile those two things in my head. Like, I get, you know, if, if Netflix wants to cancel stuff after three seasons because it doesn't bring in new subscribers or whatever, that's fine. But nobody's subscribing for season seven of Grace and Frankie. So why do they get the why do they get the show and Santa Clarita didn't? That just it really bums me out. It's so dumb. It, 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 why did Taco but, Bell get rid of the Mexican pizza? I don't know, but I don't know. brought Mexican it back pretty quick. Sounds pretty problematic. No, they got rid of. They brought it, it all back. Just... What? What? They brought it. It's back already. As of when? I don't know, but it's back already, and potatoes are back. I mean, all that stuff that they removed from their menu, like immediately came back. It, it was gone for like a week and a half. It has been gone for longer than that. No way. Well, I'm I'm like under exaggerating. Yeah, I'm 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 under exaggerating, but it's okay because yeah, I'm like I, bad. okay. Well, this is what great news. All right. Still sad about the the cancellation because that does suck when stupid ass shows get to continue. Yeah, but again, Grace Frankie's not a stupid show. I, I like it a lot. I, yeah, I've I, heard nothing but good things I'm, about it. I'm glad it exists. I'm glad they have seven Speaking seasons. Of Each a one has been absolute cavalcade of guest stars. Right. They have, I you know I haven't seen the show, but I did look up the IMDb, and it's like anybody of a certain age who's ever been in Hollywood is on that show. Yeah, I I was just watching episodes with Michael McKeon. Yeah, who's seen him in twenty and years? Once, wasn't Ed Asner on the show? Uh, just maybe away today. I'm I'm not sure who that is. I mean, who's I know, you know the name, the voice of the guy from Up. Yeah, I know the name. I, I'm not sure that I would recognize him in his face. Wait, so he, did he, okay, hold on. That guy, the voice of the person in Up, is he the voice in the new Up Disney series? 
Uh, not anymore. <laughs> well, I'm wondering if he was by the beginning ones because it looked adorable. Not sure. Doug's Adventures and it looks hilarious. And it has everybody back in it, the whole cast. Doug's Adventures, huh? Mm-hmm. Mm. Looked really cute. It sounded so, like a voice. Oh, sorry. Go ahead. I'm not seeing it. So I that. also started watching, uh, or I watched Jack Ryan full seasons. Oh, yeah. Yeah, think? that was that was quite good. I enjoyed it quite a bit. Ryan? I'm Jack Ryan, yeah. Yeah, I'm two, two and a half maybe. It's it's good. It is. Um, John Krasinski is, of course, a a wonderful actor. Yeah, I mean, we. He's so easy first, on the eyes. I thought the first season was probably more what I wanted it to be. And season two got a little bit of action movie. Yeah. Yeah. I, I could, I, I don't, I, I definitely agree with that. Um, the first one, the season one was definitely like, he was a fish out of water, so to speak. Um, it seemed a way more thriller. Yeah. Like political thriller. And season two is like action movie. Yeah. Um, the guy that plays the president, though, does a phenomenal job. Um, he is aptly terrifying as a as a villain. <laughs> he does it well. Um, Jimmy Smits, big ups oh, yeah. to Jimmy. He he was phenomenal. Is this season three you're talking about? Season two. I don't think there is a season three. Not yet. I don't remember who played the president then, and I don't remember him being a uh, villain. The South American yet. The president of Venezuela. Oh, I'm like, oh, the American president was a bad guy? No, no, no. The the president of Venezuela. Thank you. Yes, he is. He, he is was terrible. a bad guy. I, I need a lot of help. But see, you guys remember me. Suleiman was the first one. Mm, okay. First bad guy. Um, the... Guy, uh, his partner, Guy, I, I don't know what that guy's doing in the field at all. <laughs> James Greer? He yeah. had a couple good things that he did. You know, he, he knew how to handle situations, like when John was acting like a complete dumbass, uh, yelling at people or trying to get in fights in those large groups of a, a bunch of or Saudi Arabian men or whatever, wherever they were. He calmed him down at a lot of different, like, hey, dude, you gotta, like, you can't just be yelling at people and saying you want to do something. So he was more of, like, good cop, bad cop. He had a good way of controlling a situation, but he definitely couldn't outrun a ice cream truck. Yeah, I mean, we're stuck with the old vet with all the experience, doesn't have the ability, and you latch onto this young guy with the ability who doesn't have the experience. Mm -hmm. And Mm -hmm. they're an odd couple. It leads to good TV. (laughs) <laughs> I like that. That's adorable. <laughs> um, when when the Mitchum gentleman died, I was I cried. I was very sad. You cried for that? I did. Yeah, I did. But not for Ted Lasso. I cried for Ted Lasso this Finally. week. 
Yeah, she sent a picture of it. Is that show pretty good, guys? Uh, uh, <laughs> I don't know that pretty good covers it, buddy. We're uh, going to have a discussion about is it good or not this week because the yeah. internet is a flurry. Um, but you got anything like else? What happened? Uh, no. Okay. I, I'm sure. That, I think there's more, but... I'm going to blow through my real quick so we can get to what we want to talk to. Um, I watched the movie on Hulu. I recommend it. It's called Vacation Friends with John Cena and Lil (laughs) Ray, whatever his name is, the comedian dude. Uh Um, It's by the numbers, right, in its formula, but I thought it was really funny. I don't know why, like... I don't like to, <laughs> if you stare too long at John Cena, I think he starts to look like he was made in a laboratory. Yeah. Like there's something yeah, wrong yeah. with the way he looks, but I think he's an incredibly charming, funny actor. I like him as an actor probably more His than the jaw rest. jaw is much too square. You know what I mean? Um, I don't, yes, I don't like him more than the rock, but. As an actor. But yeah. Maybe not yeah, to yeah, watch no. in a movie, but like well, I think hold his, on, though. his acting is. If funny. we listen to Dave Bautista, John Cena and The Rock are not actors. Um, Bautista is. I would. The actor. I would say that that is, to a certain extent, true. Dave Bautista is not a better actor than freaking. Yes, he is. Oh, sh- oh yeah. I was, yeah. Just, uh, I was just thinking for <laughs> hold on. I started thinking The Rock yeah, only yeah. plays you The Rock you, and Dave. Yeah, you Dave. Yourself into an argument there. Uh, yeah, I did. as I, soon as I said it, I went. I think Dave Batista and John Cena are guy. in the same category. Where Dave Batista is a good dramatic actor, and I think John Cena is good at comedy. Yeah, yep. I I would concur with that. Then what are we saying? The Rock is good at just being the Rock. The Rock is good at being Dwayne Johnson and selling fucking movie yeah. tickets. And he's entertaining as fuck. Like he's charming. Not, he's entertaining. It, right. It's not to take anything away from him. He is entertaining. I will watch him in almost anything, but he's not doing Which, anything different. He's just I, that guy. Right? I got to tell you, okay? I've been listening to the Newcomers podcast again um, with Nicole Byer, who's on a bunch of shit, and Lauren Lapkus. Mm-hmm. But Lauren Lapkus is having a baby, so she took this season off. And a guy named John Grabris, who I also love, he is watching these movies with Nicole, and they're watching the Fast and the Furious movies. Oh, jeez. And they just got oh, past oh, fast, fast Five, and they had a big, long discussion about The Rock versus Vin Diesel and about how The Rock's a piece of shit and Vin Diesel's right. And I was completely swayed by their argument. <laughs> completely swayed. I'm sorry. Vin what was Diesel's that argument, like public knowledge, what they fought about? Yeah, like because I remember they were talking about something that was about showing up late to set, wanting more creative control, yada yada. That's the Rock's narrative, right? Is that? Yeah. Uh, but nobody, it's Vin Diesel's fucking franchise. Nobody gets more creative control than Vin Diesel. It's his fucking franchise, like you just said. Yeah. He, he took took over, so. They also talked about how they gave him producer reigns, I think on four or five, after three straight failure movies. <laughs> and they're like, yeah, okay, I'll give you 80 million bucks to go make a movie. He's like, I'll do it. And then he goes and does it, and it makes like $380 million. 
And the reason he's able to do this is he takes these really pretty foreign people and puts them in his movie. Not, you know, they're, they can kind of act, they're kind of good, but like they appeal to the world. And he's also shooting his movies in places like not in America, like that appeal to the world. And he's kind of a fucking genius. (laughs) Right. And then the rock comes in just, you know, wants to be his big dick energy or whatever. And kind of Vin's like, I'm not doing it. You know, like he wants to be King Dick on his own fucking movie set. And I kind of don't see a problem with it. And that's what happened with uh, why Rock did Hobbs and Shaw, right? Yeah. Which is, a, which is fun. I, I enjoy that movie too. But like, I don't think that uh, that character needs to be in the Fast and Furious movies anymore. I wish Paul Walker was still alive, though. Right? I was out could, after he died. That dude could charm the pants off anybody. Oh, he's going to still be in the movies, by the way. <laughs> what? Yes. I'm sorry. What? What's that now? He's in 9, from what I understand, and he's going to be in 10 Part 1 and 10 Part 2, which, if it's not called uh... Fast 10, your seatbelts. Um... <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah. we. I mean, it's a crime if they don't call it that. So Right. Um, how are they going to, is it, is it going to be like Prince? It's the same way they put him into Fast 7. I didn't know that he, I, I, I checked out after Fast 5. I have no idea. Yeah, he died filming Fast 7. Guys, Um, I've, I've never seen Fast F1. You know. Nothing. I don't blame you. I I don't want to. I don't blame you at all. At all. Like. The I was fast, super fast happy five, with one. If you just watch Fast Five, I think you'll be fine. Like, stand alone. Just forget about everything you know about Fast and Furious. I don't think you're going to be, like, need to know that much shit. It's legit a good movie. Except that. Um, And there's some, like, real dope-ass stunt work, non-CGI stunt work in that movie that is groundbreaking. So I will. Uh, it is pretty remarkable the physical stunts that happen in those movies. I think, especially in Fast Five, with the the safe they're pulling behind them in the cars, that's all yeah. real. Yeah. So, I do recommend that. Um, what was I talking about? Oh yeah, Vacation Friends and John Cena. Recommend it. It's on Hulu. I also watched on Hulu the. I started anyways. I'm I'm watching along. I think they're up, they're up to see or episode five of seven. Nine perfect strangers. I just watched the first episode of that. I forgot about that. It's... My wife wanted something a little wild. Who tells me? It's not that wild. It's like a really slow burn so far. It's a character yeah. piece. It's a David E. Kelly. It's a you know basic David E. Kelly thing with Nicole Kidman in it yet again. Um, Melissa McCarthy. So there's this odd thing, right? You take these comedians and you pop them in these movies. There's like it's almost all comedians, <laughs> and they're crying on screen. They're just acting their ass off. And like uh, Melissa McCarthy, and I can't think of the guy for whatever reason. Big Italian guy. I can't think of his name too. He looks like a handsome Bobby, Bobby uh, Cannavale. 
Uh, oh, he, he's also I acting his ass off in the move in the show. Um, it's Nicole Kidman's really fucking weird in it too, but she's doing well. It's I just think it's pretty well her. done. Hmm? I can't watch Nicole Kidman and stuff. I hate her. Here. She's definitely weird in this one. She, you wouldn't recognize her as Nicole Kidman. It's a little more Tilda Swinton. <laughs> it's bizarre. Weird. Yeah, it's bizarre. Um, but I do recommend it so far. I don't know how it's going to end. Um, there's some intrigue happening. We'll see. And, oh, if you haven't seen it yet, the Spider-Man trailer did come out. Um, I'm usually against trailers, but Shannon was watching on her phone like a month ago a trailer for the movie from the official Marvel channel, and it was obviously fan-made, and I watched it, and I was like, this movie's going to suck. Because mm-hmm. it looked like shit. It was just like old clips from the other movies with like some weird voiceover. I don't know. It didn't look good. But then this trailer came out, and I am all in 5,000. I can tell you... That post Endgame, I'm not that excited for the MCU. I'm back, baby. Give it to me, mommy. Oh my gosh, it looks so good, guys. I don't. So I'm not a trailer person either. I don't watch the trailers. I'm not gonna watch this trailer, and I'm probably to. gonna watch this. And I'm probably gonna watch this movie, but I. The Spider-Man films are my least favorite. Oh, not this one. <laughs> not this one. This looks wild. Doctor Strange from what I am hearing. is full tilt boogie. All right. Um, All right. You said the magic words. I'm in. Doctor Strange. I'm on board. He's hilarious in the trailer. There's, it's going to be a buddy comedy again. It's going to get weird. It's going to get wicked. It's going to get wild. Daredevil's in it. Andrew Garfield. Tobey Maguire. Andrew Molina. It looks like um, they didn't show the a Green thing Goblin. of Tobey Maguire in it, though. Correct? No, no, they don't show any. Like Willem, like Willem Dafoe, Green like, Goblin. You don't yeah. see any of it yet, but you see a Green Goblin bomb, and it's like, ooh, Nelly, is he going to be in it? Oh man, um, I can. He still looks good. I bring him back, and uh, I'm just excited for it. And then like some some fucking pictures leak from the Wakanda Forever set. And it looks like they've cast someone to play Ironheart. I don't know who that is. It's the uh, Riri Williams. Um, she's like a little girl who becomes Iron Man in the comic. Not little yeah. girl. She's just younger, like a teenage girl. Huh. So. Okay. Someone fun for Shiri to play with, I guess. That'll be fun. Do you think Shiri's going to become Black Panther? I would assume so. But you never know. I'll I, I'll be excited to see where they take it because they were given a difficult task, and I know I give the the first movie a lot of shit um, because its special effects look like shit. But that's not their fault. They ran out of time. Whatever. Right. Hopefully they give them enough time this time and it looks good. I mean, aside from the special effects, it's a good movie. It's not bad. No, I mean, I I would have preferred Warmonger Live, but, you know. Yeah, yeah, me too. It would have been more in tune to the opposite message that he was portraying, but whatever, you know. 
Who's Warmonger? Uh, Michael B. Killmonger. Killmonger. Oh, Killmonger. there you. Yeah. I misspoke. You know, whatever. I didn't write the movie. Uh, so what do you think of What If this week? I... So I started watching it, <laughs> and I found myself on my phone. And when I looked up, everybody's dead. Everybody's I'm dead. I'm like, what is happening? I don't like this at all. I don't like this universe at all. And then I don't know what I I, I don't know. I was like, I don't know what I don't know what's happening. I I I missed the whole first ten minutes of the episode and i've no so i have to go back and watch it that's the that's the moral i was i was with you like oh they killed robert downey or they killed uh tony stark and then they killed thor and then they start killing everybody and i'm like this is rough but by the end of it we were all what's what if it's what if you know what if comics oh it's it's an animated marvel series and on Disney Plus, which is... I mean, this you should be able to get into, Aaron. It has nothing to do with anything. <laughs> they just go, well, what if yeah. this happened? Watu the Watcher is watching the multiverse, and he he gives us a peek into the things that he can see. And he's in he's constantly in the background of the episodes, too, which I love. Yeah. Which Shannon yeah. noticed for the first time in this last episode. She goes, oh, look, he's standing there. I'm like, he's in it constantly. <laughs> <laughs> just gotta uh, look for him. But at the end of the episode, we were all just like, I want to see more of this. Like, it's it's very interesting what they could do with it. Yeah. It it just it's just kind of setting up where like it it's kind of giving us a sneak peek into the multiverse of madness. Yeah, and and what the possibilities are for right. for this, you know. I think and I think this was a really smart move because I don't think I'm alone in in feeling like I just wasn't all that jazzed for the MCU after Endgame. I was just kind of like, you know, I, I spent 10 years with these characters yep. and most of them are dead now. And, you know, the, it, and I was just kind of like, I mean, I'm in for it. I trust Kevin Feige. You know, I, I believe in their vision or whatever, but... I just don't know. I, I just wasn't jazzed about it because I didn't see where it was going to go. You know, how, how are they going to move on from here and still make quality entertainment? And this is kind of opening my eyes just to realize, holy shit, with the multiverse, they can go anywhere. They yeah. can rework any story. They could bring back any character and it's going to make complete sense because it's just going to be in a different universe. Right. And like, it can be something like Gamora being, you know, go back. Right. But it's not right. her. Yeah. No, and, it's not her. It's like just very interesting. And I, I'd be interested to see any one of these characters pop up, you know, especially yeah. uh, Peggy. Right. Hers, oh, would, yeah. hers would be like a phenomenally interesting character to pop up <laughs> in the future, like live action. Get her in a muscle suit. Oh my gosh, that would be amazing. Yeah, I it'd would be love pretty. That. I, I would really like it. Um, so yeah, they're they're quick twenty minute episodes. Yeah, just check it's them a, out. A-Aaron. It's an easy watch. Aaron. Um, I will do so. 
My brain laps. I was going to say it's something. It's like, oh. I'll, I'll give you the, like, the first episode is instead of if something happens and Steve Rogers can't get into the chamber, so Peggy gets in. And she becomes the super soldier. Yeah, because he gets shot by uh, the guy you hated uh, from The Hobbit. Ah! <laughs> Richard Armitage, and it's a and it's just a a fun little episode of well, what happens? What if that happened? She's Captain Britain, right? Yeah, and she becomes Captain Britain, and it's it's a fun little jaunt into this like think piece, almost like well, huh? That's fun to think about, right? I also want to throw out there real quick, for those of you who are fans of The Mandalorian, uh, they have a making of the season two finale up on Disney+. Plus. It is a 40-minute long episode. And um, if you just want to have a bunch of people explain to you why it's so great, it's because they love Star Wars so much, like as much as you do, and they wanted it to be as great in inside their heart, not just in their mind or in their in their wallet, they wanted in their heart for it to be so great, and to actually have a satisfying Luke Skywalker experience. Oh God, talk about just and, feeling crazy! And even Mark Hamill going like, "We watched three movies watching this guy become a thing, and then we never get to watch him do that thing." He's like, "I always wanted to see him be a Jedi. It was like, I always felt robbed of that." And he's like, now we get to see it. And John Favreau takes it seriously, and Dave Filoni took it seriously, and Peyton Reed took it seriously, and it's beautiful. Just beautiful. I'm, I'm really glad that you guys have that. <laughs> I'm not a I'm not a Star Wars person, so I don't care. But I'm glad it exists. Yeah, uh, I'm glad that it exists for sure. So let's do it right. We're ready for Ted Lasso. Oh, frickin' Ted Lasso. Listen, I don't want to hear any of this because I want to watch the show. Don't worry. You will forget all about it by the time you get to it. No, and also, my wife is texting me wondering where I'm at right now. <laughs> you haven't done we are at... in two months. <laughs> yeah. I was like, oh, God. All right. I might be... jump on this part because I don't want to. I actually do want to watch this show, well, and well... I know you're on season two. So you're going to yeah. jet out of here right now, Aaron? I am. I'm gonna have to jump because I don't want. I want you guys to talk about this, but I don't want. I don't want. This is so close. Unless, are you sure you could talk about it without spoiling anything? Um, I'm not gonna really spoil anything other than I'm gonna mostly probably talk about why people are saying they don't like Ted Lasso. I'm not, and I'm interested to hear this because I have not heard that at all. It's very interesting. So. Um. Well, let's just not spoil the episode for Aaron, but we can still talk about it and just go. I'm very, very. I had said it before, right? That I didn't think season two is as good as season one, and now I think that it's better. <laughs> um. Yeah. And there is a thing here, and a lot of people are pointing this out for all the complainers out there online. Is that most of us who watched Ted Lasso weren't watching it week to week? We binge watched it. We didn't have to sit there and ruminate, right? We got to we got to see that next episode. We got to get a satisfying conclusion. We got to 
watch this conflict resolution play out. Well, there is conflict resolution is not what's happening in season two. No, it is all about mental health. <laughs> yep. It is all about anxiety and, you know, living up to things and having positive influences in your life. Like, and if you were to tell me at the beginning of season one, that the most, mentally well-off character is going to be Roy Kent, I would have never believed you. No, no, not in a million freaking years. I would have said it was Ted Lasso, for sure. For sure, and... yeah. Oh, which just reminds me, right? Going back to that Nine Perfect Strangers, I wanted to make this comparison for you, Boogie. Michael okay. Shannon is in the show. Oh, I love Michael Shannon. And he's basically playing a Ted Lasso-ian character. Weird. You never really see him doing super he's, optimistic, happy things. He, yeah, he well, he is like going through that's something real. a lot real. of fun. He's going through something really, really real, and he's broken into a million pieces, but he is unrelentingly positive, and he, he talks too much. He's very loquacious, and <laughs> it's, uh, I, it is a different Michael Shannon than you've ever seen, and I enjoyed it. But anyways, back to Ted Lasso. Well, you, you finally sold me. I'm going to watch this show. Okay. Okay. Uh, a lot of people are like, oh, fuck Ted Lasso. And it kind of sprang from a tweet. Uh, and the reason why the, the tweet was like a series of tweets, right? And the reason why it gained ground is because Bill Lawrence replied to it. And he's so like, what was the tweet? Eh, you know, it was just like, it doesn't have the same type of feel to it that the first season had. Um, this, that, and the other thing. The things that like, before seeing this episode you would complain about. I mean, I didn't complain about any of it. But you could. You could see someone not being satisfied because they're not getting this thing, right? I mean, I guess. I, I don't know. I I was just along for the ride, so. Because a lot of the fun of the first season was watching Ted be unrelentingly positive in the face of constant criticism. He had enemies all around him, and he didn't know it. And then by the the culmination of the the first uh, thing, like you see, there's conflict resolution there, and that people have bought into the lasso way. Yeah. The that type of relationship doesn't exist for Ted in season two. the bo- The most contentious relationship he has is with the psychiatrist, who he desperately needs to well, talk to, and he will. But it. Yeah. Even that friction goes away almost immediately because even she likes Ted. <laughs> well, yeah. You know. How do you not like Ted? Well, Ted doesn't. So, I mean, that'll be an interesting thing we get to explore, right? Man. And, you know, I am excited to see where it goes. And I, I, I got to say... Huge, huge ups to Jason Sudeikis. Yeah, that dude in that in the last scene. Oh, of that episode, that dude stared directly into my soul, <laughs> and every every ghost of those feelings that have ever existed in me just rose immediately to the surface and I was a freaking wreck. Yeah. 
I, I got to give it to Roy Kent. He wrote that episode. Oh man, um, freaking brilliant! And uh, Rebecca Welton, Hannah Waddingham, she she was really really good at the end of the episode too, looking for Ted. Yeah, yeah, she, she was. Could, she knew. She could see she him knew from immediately. Afar I don't want to. Be, I... Yeah, well, she's dealt with it before, so she yeah. recognized the signs, and it was. I found that to be so sweet. It was really sweet. Yeah. And um, Aaron, if you don't have Apple TV Plus, buddy, it's four ninety nine a month. And, and Ted Lasso is is worth the price of a mission alone. I'll tell you, but this then much, you've also got. Every show I've watched from this streaming service Are you guys all good. paying for Apple TV? Yes. Yeah. Why don't you do like a ride share program, man? Someone's got Netflix. Someone's got Amazon. Someone's got HBO. They all because, literally Because do I it want Santa Clarita Diet to not get canceled, A.A. Ron. I want Ted Lasso to live forever. They build it's, that into the prices. Do they? Because Santa Clarita Diet's no longer here. That probably was okay. just people not watching enough of it. It's that's not how the algorithm works. It's new. That algorithm. It... But anyways, uh, Apple TV Plus is worth your money. Every single show that I've watched on there, buddy, is brilliant. The morning show is incredible. You know what? I bet, I bet your wife would love the morning show. Hmm. We've got to find I something bet, that she wants to watch. I She's bet terrible. you would love the morning show. I bet you would love the morning show as well. Yeah, you'd love the morning show. The service is really good. <laughs> Um, I haven't watched C yet, but now that Bautista's on there, I'm gonna watch some C. Mythic Quest is really good. Um, the what else do they have? I don't know. Everything I've watched. Mosquito Island. Oh, Mosquito Mosquito Coast was pretty good. Yeah. Um, I have to watch Lizzie's story, whatever the Stephen King show. That looks pretty good. Um, yeah, it does look good. Running out of time. And Ted Lasso itself is just a maze ball. So it's worth it. It really is. And you can probably get like a free. I mean, if you buy an iPhone, you get it for free for a year. Yeah, I missed that. I didn't get that awesome discount. You buy any Apple product, they give it to you free for a year. You can get an AirTag for 30 bucks. Yep. Get it free for a year. (laughs) And then you'll never lose your keys. Or, you know, for 30 bucks, it'll get you Apple TV Plus for six months. Yeah, that too. (laughs) <laughs> you know it, there's something wrong with both of you I mean I'll shoot you six bucks you watch the first season and trust tell me you don't love it how Aaron, about that <laughs> Aaron trust me okay I did not want Apple TV Plus to be worth it I wanted it to fail Apple's already got too much good shit going on they got more cash on hand than the United States does I just felt like they don't need another win and then I watched Ted Lasso. <laughs> and and uh, I'm in. I did it again. Yeah. I've it again. watched Ted Lasso, Aaron, the first <laughs> season six times. What? I, I, I've, I've probably <laughs> watched it more than that. Yeah. And oh I started God. watching it. You guys it, are effing and crazy. I got into it like months after Joden. Well, it's only ten episodes. I mean, you can yeah. blow you can blow through the whole first I season can't. in four and a half ten hours. Half, ten half hour episodes. Yeah, it's 
So That'd like be two weeks. I will sleep watch it and I'll get through the season twice in a week if if you know, just sleep watching it. Am I watching every second of it? No, but I'm living the highlights and I'm having a good time. Mm-hmm. Oh, I slept listened to Interstellar just this uh last night. It was so wonderful. That's, that's a good sleep movie. God, I just no video, just let it listen. You just mm. But the problem is is there's like four separate places that you can wake up and just be ungodly disheveled. You're like, huh? What's happening? <laughs> oh yeah, or you can start crying because you know it's the when he's leaving Murph behind and he's mm. driving through the cornfield. Now, why do you gotta do that right now? You make my get my old chest all feeling weird. Why'd yeah, you do that? Oh, if you don't like crying, don't watch Ted Lasso. I cry every episode. I don't. I so do. This, I I haven't. This is this last episode. Uh, I think it, what was it? Episode five or six of season two. It's the first time it it got me. I'm a oh, really man. good ugly crier. So every episode, just call me Danny Larusso because I'm a big old pussy. <laughs> He's the ugliest crier you've ever met. Oh my God, you're right. And um, that, and that is a perfect segue for what we got going on. Next, next week? week's episode, yeah. Next week we'll be talking about Karate Kid Part Three, a movie that exists in, on its own island, I think in hell. Yeah, it's okay. so bad. It. God, I hate it so much. Well, we'll talk about it. I don't. Yeah, we will. Um, it's it's bad, but we'll we'll talk about it. But it's not. We'll talk. About it. It's not bad for the same reasons you might think it is. No, it, I mean I know why I hate it. We'll get into it for, for sure. sure. Um, any last minute things, anybody? Uh, I'm all set. I watched the Paw Patrol movie in theaters. <laughs> How'd the kids like that one? They were extremely they were not pleased. There. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Um, the best description of it, why I I just loved it for the kids and they had so much fun. It was, it was the equivalent of like the excitement of like when the Green Ranger came out for the Paw Patrol for the, or for the, like they were, it was just nonstop action. Just another thing I wouldn't care about. And you know, it was hilarious. They had so much, they had so much candy and they just had such a good time. There was eight of us in the movie theater. Nobody was there. We went to like a midday matinee. And the, those little kids were just so happy. It was done in an hour, 20 minutes. We were out in the movie theater, gone. It was really cool and cute. Um, when you said yeah, they really, and you were talking about that, it reminded me of a Scrubs moment when um, JD is trying to pester Dr. Cox into letting him be his son's godfather. <laughs> and yes, he goes, you know, right? I think it was his son. Um, but I don't know. It could be wrong. And he just goes, <laughs> all right, you know what, JD, I'm, I'm going to let you be the, the godfather to my boy. And JD goes, I would be honored. And he's like choking back tears. And Dr. Cox goes, I was lying. <laughs> 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 and like, stifles a laugh and like turns away oh my gosh it's so funny oh that's good <laughs> oh that was so good oh oh you know what i have a huge 
Um, Penis? Uh, no. Oh, gosh, no, no. <laughs> Just an ego. I love Kevin Jesus. Bacon's big dong. Nice. Who doesn't? Segue. I cannot wait to watch that Vel Kilmer documentary. I cannot heard great wait things. to watch that. I've heard great oh things. my god. <sighs> I've heard it's both kind of like, well, of course he was an asshole, and then it's he like he should have been. He you... was like the cat's meow, man. <laughs> Like, fuck, man. If I was Val Kilmer, I am not going to be a pleasant son of a bitch. Yes. He was in The Saint. He was in Heat. He was in... Batman uh, Forever. Batman Forever. He was in Willow. He was... Yeah, but he quickly came around. Like, my favorite movie he's been in ever is fucking MacGruber. Oh, right? Dieter von (laughs) Kutz. No. No. Heat. I'm not allowing that. Heat. I mean, Heat's great, but oh he's not God. Dieter von Kunt in it. I but mean, I might give you I, Kiss I, Kiss Bang Bang because he's doors? Gabe oh, Perry. My God. Oh. Don't, I, I, don't, don't. I think the movie's his name that way. The movies when he stopped being an asshole and he starts like having like a sense of humor about himself. I think those are his best movies. Tombstone. No, Tombstone Saint. Heat. Of course, he's good in those movies. I'm not saying that. Yeah, because he was a dick, dude, and like. uh uh, the doors. Oh, that changed how those type of movies were created. I I swear, even the Freddie Mercury movie is just like a a rip of how they did the doors. Like it was just. But well, uh, also, I, I love that, that movie. movie. I know, I know. I'm sorry. That was rude of me. Can I apologize? That's all right. I'm sorry. I know that wasn't your thing. Just, I, I don't it. like. Okay. It's Brian okay. Singer. It's okay. He fucks little boys on movie sets. Wait. Who's Brian Singer? The director of the Freddie Mercury movie. Oh, that's fair. But it got Rami Malek. Yeah. I like him. It makes me wonder about Rami Malek while he's working on a movie where there's little boys being fucked. What movie is that? The Bohemian Rhapsody movie. There's little boys in that movie? They were little boys on set being fucked by Brian Singer. Is Brian Singer in jail? No. No. He's been canceled. Is he? Yeah. I feel like it should be worse than canceled. Damn it. Stop doing that about good movies. I know, right? It hurts Poor. my heart. Like, I can't watch any of those X-Men movies. Not that I want to, but I just really can't anymore. What was... There is a, a really hilarious joke. I feel like it was Pete Davidson. When he made the joke about R. Kelly, he's like, we can't listen to R. Kelly anymore. And he's like, I feel like every time you listen to an R. Kelly song, you just have to, like, donate a dollar to some, like, charities. Like, every time. He goes, he's like, because he put out some bangers, man. He's like, he's like going through them. And he's like, just every time, just got to hit Venmo. Boom, dollar, child America. Boom, dollar. He's like, you can't do it. He's like, R. Kelly, you just, you took away so many good songs. He's like, it's like the color purple with the Teletubbies. You took my color. Nice. I don't, yeah, I understand that. Yeah, we're good. We're good. I, I understand that. Like, can you listen to Michael Jackson? I mean, no. Billy I can't. Pretty fucking no. fire song, but I disagree. You know, is it worth uh, knowing what he did? No. I, mean, I was never I, a big Michael Jackson fan anyway, but I, I learned more about Michael Jackson in the last like two months on TikTok than I have in knowing anything about this guy. And I want to put a little warning out for everybody on this place, whoever the other four people listening. <laughs> so I did not know because I didn't ever see it happening of what 
short videos and videos and Facebook how it could actually skew my own belief in something. Oh, really? And I just and like so I'm not saying don't is not me trying to be political. Please, just gonna preface it. When they went through that conversation of when Trump won the election first, and they it was I cannot remember guys. I'm sorry, I'm really bad with anything like concrete. They talked about how Russia was using Facebook to um, sway people's votes. I'm like, it's fucking stupid. That's impossible. You're just having to go on Facebook. I'm just going on to watch the, the, the guy drink <laughs> beers and have a little funny thing. I'm just, what is this? Yeah. One week on TikTok taught me that I'm a flipping turd nugget because absolutely they can they can do anything. I legitimately, I am not the smartest guy, guys. You already know that. You've heard the things I've done. You He's a good test taker. I'm a good test taker, but like I'm I'm literally what is that? I'm like the opposite was the Tommy boy. They're like book smarts, which way bye bye to you years ago. <laughs> and street, street smarts. You know, I'm like the inverted one. Street smarts, I got none. Like just just gone. And I was like, Yeah, Earth Flat man. Totally can see that. Fucking TikTok videos, like an hour of them. Like, yep, this is what's that I'm like, oh and I turned it off. I was like literally I'm like, Oh my god. Oh, you just need to get rid of that. And that's what happened. I'm telling you. I'm after you. you. You're on there watching dudes doing makeup, and then all of a sudden you're watching how. <laughs> Listen, the girls who do the makeup, the gay guys who do the videos on the makeup are way. They are awesome. But no. The girls, I'm, it's always boobs out. I want to watch the skill. I want to watch the skill. Just Abe Lincoln's asshole, you know? Get in there. Yep, 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 yep. I feel you, dog. Yep, yep, yep. And I got felt. <laughs> and then you paid money. Did you I go to did. a hooker? I mean, technically, I guess. Huh. I mean, if you just really loved your balls being fondled, could you just go get physicals? I, I'm going to have to go to a high school go. coach. That's what I would do. I'd just go find a high school coach or a Catholic priest, one of the two. You know, I retold this. You know what? Let's just end the podcast here because I'll, I'll yeah. retell you guys in a second. So, bam. Aaron, it's good to have you back, buddy. I hope Absolutely. you can join us next week when we talk about Karate Kid Part 3. And I just listen. know that you are the non-evil embodiment of Terry Silver. I'm the non-evil embodiment of what? It broke up. Of Terry Silver. <laughs> you're like you're like the altruistic Terry Silver you're just uh, Terry Silver. you'll you'll see watch Karate Kid 3 you'll find it I bet you He's he runs at people at the grocery store too yelling mean things not nice bush you know um, but yeah we'll be back next week talk Karate Kid Part 3 then we're gonna keep that train going fucking Hillary Swank uh, yeah but hit us up on Instagram at Movie Dummies Podcast, and uh, we'll interact with y'all there. Um, and until next week, I'm Joe. I'm Angela. That's you, buddy. <laughs> Is he talking and I just can't hear him? I don't think me? so. I, I yelled hey. AA run. It's AA run. AA run! All right, guys. <laughs> <laughs> also. Bye. Bye.